What the f is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in, Lizzie. We're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. I know we've been MIA. And I'm really sorry for not giving you guys a heads up. This is really awkward. We get it. Cue me awkwardly putting hair behind my ear. <laughs> okay, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Unwax podcast with your favorite sisters, Sophia and Sistine Stallone. You guys, Sophia and I cannot express how much we've missed doing this. I didn't realize how much I loved podcasting until it was taken away for quite some time. Now, I know we have some explaining to do. We've been sort of on a hiatus. There's a good reason behind it. We are essentially coming up on our 50th episode of Unwaxed, which is really <gasps> crazy to it's say. It's crazy. And I, I just told Sistine this morning that the 25th of August is our year of oh Unwaxed. What are we going to do for our baby's first birthday? Oh my god, that's so cute! I know that's crazy, and it, crazy. it doesn't even seem like it's been a year. It feels shorter than that. But if you guys have been here since day one, wow! Thank you guys we so much. We appreciate it so much. But as we're coming up on our fiftieth episode, Sophia and I have wanted to completely upgrade everything about Unwax. We want to start putting out merch for you guys. We want to get new cover art, new studio. This show is going to have a whole renovation. It is going to look a lot more professional, better audio, visual. I know that we haven't been putting out YouTubes a lot anymore, but that is for a reason. We don't have a camera. So, <laughs> you guys, we don't have a camera or a team. Or a team. It's just basically we're back in Sistine's bedroom, just two mics, two chicks and a, and a whole bed. lot of content. <laughs> And a whole lot of catching up to do. My God, you guys. Yeah, We've really. been missing for a few weeks, but the stories. Oh, my God. Adding up. Adding up. Adding up. It, it kind of, I realized that this podcast has definitely been my my therapist because I'm able to express things that have happened on dates or situations. We've been able to vent about things with each other. But or now that we haven't had it, I feel like all of this is bubbling up it's inside of me. Boiling. And I feel like I'm going to explode. Here we go. Here it goes. I don't even know where to begin. I guess we should start with the biggest change that's happened to us recently. Mm. We finally moved out. We are officially living I together. feel like they've heard this for the past like six I get episodes. It, but, but guys, now we're actually, we've been living in it for the past few weeks. Pretty much furniture wise, it's there. It's it's in. It's taken a lot. I, I, didn't I take slight offense to that considering I picked out all the furniture. That's false because I picked out some of the furniture too. You don't like anything that I picked out. There, wait, can I, just, can I just tell you guys what the couch she got does? Um, She tossed her phone onto the couch and it catapulted off the couch. That's how springy. It's a little stiff. bouncy. <laughs> this green couch is. But no, I, I, I well, hold on. I thought it would be good for multi-purpose use. If you want a trampoline or a couch, you get two for one. Definitely if Steen throws her phone again, I have to be ready to like run and catch it. What's that game that people play that they throw the ball on? Sp spike ball? Is it spike ball? It's I basically spike, spike ball, ball or whatever it's called. So, you know. The couch isn't great, but it's coming together. I would like to say we should start a furniture assembly company. Absolutely. Because something I'll never do again that I've learned with moving out mm -hmm. is I will never assemble my own furniture again. Nope. Because at nope. any point, anything could fall apart. I didn't realize Wayfair came with literally the nuts and bolts. 
pieces of wood. That so here we are at two in the morning. Backs are breaking. Build another si- the sixth chair of the dining room table. If I put in one more bolt to a shelf, I think I'm ready to off myself. My nails. Look at them, Sistine. They're Ew. different. They're different lengths because they were falling off from how much of the twisting and pulling we we're doing. But I realized also with moving out or moving into a place how hard true moving in is there's three things that cause the most stress in a person's life one of them being moving, moving in is it or also, moving out is it also marriage and kids i don't know the other two i don't know the two but i know one of them is definitely moving in moving out because it's just bringing the furniture it doesn't work you have to get the movers you it's just it doesn't feel like a home for the whole first two three weeks and that's the hardest part is when you and, go into a new place and not only that our place is a bit of a fixer-upper I would like to say, what's the word I keep calling it? Oh, oh, oh. You can't like, make fun of me because I keep calling it rink-a-dink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you keep saying this rink-a-dink of a place. It's my new favorite word. But let me tell you, we moved in first two weeks. No AC. No, no AC. No AC. You guys, the downstairs, um, yeah, it's a little flex, was fully working. Freezing cold, honestly. It was just like the Antarctica. But then you walk upstairs and it's just Sistine in my bedroom. And it is gruesomely stuffy it feels heavy like it was thick thick air (laughs) it was thick air with two c's and a q it was so bad and so sistine and i we had this one shared air ventilation whatever it is and we would put it down to basically 40 degrees to get some airflow in i'll I'll one up you on this for some reason also i guess the building decided not to put any ceiling lights so we have no lights oh we have no (laughs) so right when the sun sets it's like we're vampires. Yeah. We live in the dark. <laughs> we're hanging upside and down. And so you would think, oh, go put some floor lamps in there. Go go plug in some table lamps. We would if the outlets weren't. <laughs> we literally <laughs> are living in thick with two C's air and pitch black. But, you know, everything that kind of goes wrong, we sort of looked at each other and we said, this is good for the podcast. That's what's happening. I would love to sort of transition into... What maybe some of you are thinking, how has it been living with Sophia? How has it been living with Sistina? <laughs> Day one. Night one. Night one. Listeners, we got into such a bad fight. Like bad. That we were actually considering not moving in together. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, during this fight, we said, I don't think I can live with you. The first the fir- first night. night. I don't even think we had slept in the apartment at the same time together. Yeah, it was. We were both kind of going back and forth, and we had one of the biggest blowout fights I've ever seen. I couldn't tell you what it was about. I frankly yeah, don't. Even I mean, remember. I definitely know that I was contributing to some of it. But oh, I'm glad she admits though. I did. I apologized, but you know, I definitely was just going through my own things. But we definitely just did not did not think that this was going to actually work out. And that kind of freaked me out because I was thinking, OK, if Sistine and I can't live together, we're already fighting. It's day one. And we're working together. And we've already paid the month's rent. And our entire we. Yeah, no, we were moved in. We signed the lease for a year. If we can't do this now, how are we actually going to have a brand together at all? Yeah, it was definitely a reality check for a second. But here's the most fucked up part, though. What? Right after the fight and right after we hugged and made up, you looked at me and you go, oh, this will be good on Unwaxed. And then I looked at you and I said, bitch, look at my notes. And in my notes, I wrote, 
fought on the first night. Yep. And so I was we like, knew. Well, are we so twisted we that are. we're just lo- we create content out of anything mm-hmm. now? That's why we're still we single. We are content creators. We are content wow. creators. But now we're fine. Actually, it's been pretty great living with each other. And I, I think so too. I think we needed yeah. to get that out. And, and I think it's been the, good. You know what it is? Is I've learned is that the biggest thing if you're living with someone that's your sister or your best friend that you do everything together don't do everything together like let them go on their workouts let them go to their lunches their dinners you don't guys don't have to be hip to hip 24 that's true i totally agree and what i've found myself doing is taking a night going to dinner by myself and a lot of people i tell this to they get super weird and they look at me with the strangest puzzling look on their face saying why would you do that that's so awkward what if people stare Mm -hmm. at you and I don't know what it is but there's something about getting dressed for yourself putting on makeup doing your hair feeling cute whatever you got to do and going to dinner and and sitting there ordering a glass of wine for yourself I don't know it does something for your confidence you and I did the other week I went to dinner it was probably eight o'clock at night I didn't even think I was gonna go out but I'm like you know what screw it I have I didn't dress up. I didn't do anything crazy. And I just walked to this restaurant, sat at the bar, had a glass of wine. My book, it was eating. I felt like the main character basically of the night. Oh my God. I felt so mysterious. And I think people were looking at me like, who is that? No, it was such pick me girl energy. It was such a vibe, but it was so funny because I met this bartender and he was super nice. I mean, it wasn't any little flirty vibes. It probably was maybe on his end, but I couldn't see his face. He was wearing a mask. So I was talking to him for two seconds and he was basically saying how he sees people cheating on each other. Excuse me? Yeah. So I'm an eavesdropper. So while I was reading my book, I'm also listening to everybody on a date at this restaurant because everyone goes on a date for this restaurant. And I told the guy, I'm like, how do you not just like want to listen to their conversations? And he goes, no, I do. And I catch most of them actually cheating on their significant (gasps) other. And I go, what do you mean? What do you mean? How do you know? And he goes, well, there was a time where this guy was sitting at the bar and he was waiting for his girlfriend to come back to the bathroom. And this other girl comes up and goes, you know, if I didn't have a husband, I'd totally be flirting with you right now. And the guy flirts back with her and then she walks away and the girlfriend comes back from the bathroom. But is that considered cheating? Because yes. most people wouldn't even consider that cheating. Okay, I'm sorry. If you're you leave your boyfriend at the dinner table for two seconds it's hard for me to relate to the story without having a relationship, a relationship <laughs> for the past three plus years yes i completely no, agree with i that. agree i think it's but shady. even going on dates like they they basically bring up how they shouldn't be doing this or whatever or the girls talk about what they've been doing on site i just think it's kind of crazy maybe how maybe that that's, is crazy maybe it's more normalized in la than we think it is it definitely is yeah i actually want to tell a story really quick because i wrote this down and i want to get this in before we forget so back to our apartment because our apartment isn't isn't normal and we've said this it's a -a rink-a-dink there's a lot of things that happen um one such moment was sistine saying it's now haunted oh yeah we definitely brought the ghost from this house to the new place a hundred percent you guys first of all we're watching a lot of scary shows right now Every time a dramatic hap- thing happens on the TV, the lights go out. Yeah. They go up and down. We hear noises all, all the, time. the time. I don't know. And then, and then let's not forget what happened the other night that no one, no one woke up to. Guys, let me just set the scene. I'm in bed, sleeping, obviously. I'm dreaming. And in my dream, this loud, loud bang crash happens. 
And I remember my dream looking around going, what was that? And I wake up and I think, okay, there's no way that was in my dream. I'm like, it felt too real. And so I go to my window. I look down. So there was a car accident. Just one car swerved into the sidewalk. And I see the guy dip. The car is empty. I don't know what was happening. You it can is, hear the passion in Sophia's It is 4.30 a.m. in the morning. Of course, I'm passionate about it because none of y'all woke up. It was a, the, literally the loudest bang. Every single neighbor was walking outside checking what the hell was going on. And this is right outside our building. Right? Literally, I'm, I can basically, I could open my window and be like, yo, you good? <laughs> I should have actually probably hey hey buddy <laughs> hey good right? but the guy was gone so everyone's walking up this car it's empty and i'm thinking that's suspicious it's sus stole a car or this was a drunk driver and didn't want to get a dui or i don't know what it was but it was nuts and that was already the first week living there so i mean so far so good <laughs> I, I i mean i we could go on with the stories of this apartment but it's so funny that We've only been there for a few weeks and, and so many things have happened. Yeah. And I love it. Oh, so Bring many. on the chaos. So many things. And I feel like we're not even halfway done with a lot of stuff in there. Well, you've been saying time and time again that you keep wanting to sage our apartment. You you want to put crystals in it. Sophia's in this very hippy dippy burning man esque type type persona. It's and I don't know why. It's not hippy dippy. It's spiritual. Do you drink kombucha now too? No, it hurts my tummy. But I have been. By the way, you've been on the sage train for a long time. Have I? We have sage at the house. Have we used it? No, but you bought it. I didn't buy Sophia it. Sophia comes up. I knew it. I knew I lost her when she said this. I picked out a crystal for you, but I just need to charge it in the moonlight before giving it to you. And I can't make sure it's too warm. What? What does that even mean? Okay. All right. All right. So... I just think this stuff is fun. And I think that when you have a crystal, I don't necessarily believe in it, but just to give a little background so I don't sound like I'm just doing this out of the blue, my dad's mom was a psychic, believed in crystals. I can tell you right now, our father knows everything about zodiacs. We have crystals all around our house. And I didn't even realize how many crystals we had until he pointed it out. So he used to believe in this stuff. And he, I think he kind of still does. And it so does run in the family. It does. I'm telling you. And even Chris Medina, the psychic that came on, said we had some spiritual kind of Well, do you guys want to hear something absolutely heinous? Our late grandmother was also very much into this sort of spiritual world mm -hmm. that she wasn't a palm reader, like how someone would look at your palm and tell your future. She was an ass reader. Now... I didn't know you could look at someone's future through their ass, but I guess so. Does does bleaching the butthole change your future? Because is it that does that make it? You, are you a holier person? Oh. Are you gonna? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I caught that on. You didn't catch that. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> nice. Oh no! Yeah, that was good. That was yes. pretty good. That's good. That's good. But no, I've been obsessed with it. I think it's fun because I I. There's one I want to get Sistine. And by the way, we went to a shop the other day and there was a bunch of crystals and she felt it. You felt the difference between a warm crystal. You're changing me. And the cold crystal. A warm crystal means it has some bad juju on it. So you don't want it. I want to get Sistine a rose quartz. She needs some 
sweet love in her life and i just want to put it in her room and i would love that and i wanted to get you a bracelet or a necklace for you to wear it but i don't think Sophia you would actually was like, wear i'm it. gonna get you a crystal necklace i said i would never wear a crystal but i i would neck. give you like maybe like a cute little anklet or maybe a maybe a little toe ring a toe ring yeah. with a little crystal on it cute but I, I find it fun and then i've been super into manifestation lately oh my god here's the thing i want to get into that but it's so funny when you actually spend a lot of time together you start to pick up habits that they have and i would have never thought to pick up a crystal in a store but here we are because sophia's implementing it mm-hmm. into my head and now she's on this manifestation, carrying it in your pocket phase. And I know within a week, I'm going to have a slip of paper with me all the time. Yep. Yep. So explain to the people what you're doing. No, I just find it that when just like crystals, and I think that you guys can pick up on this, but I think it's a mindset. If you're believing that you're holding a rock and it's, you're telling yourself constantly, I am powerful. I'm sexy. I'm confident. Whatever it is, the carnelian rock, I think that's what it does then you're going to act like it. And then that energy is going to go radiate towards other people. So I think it's a mind over matter. But then with manifesting, I think writing your goals out and putting it kind of out there, it does come back. I, you cannot tell me you haven't had moments where you've brought up a person and that person came back in some way within the week. I, that's happened to me literally last night. I mean, that's been happening a lot with some ghost of boyfriends past. Yeah, it was not a boyfriend, but... It was sweet, but I'm just saying that I just I just think it's nice when you write it out. And But I sure. did try to get her. She did make a uh, vision board with me a couple years ago. I think if you guys want to do that, do it. It's fun. It's exciting. What do you think I should write on my manifestation note? Well, I don't know what your true desires are. Like, I don't know if you want. Are you focused more on love? Are you focused more on career? Are you focused more on self-growth? And <sighs> so that's the thing is I'm all about my most of my things on my list are all about career and self-growth you know what i'm very you know what i admire about you sophia is that you're very in touch with your emotions and how you feel and what you want all of the time yeah like it consumes most of your thoughts right i don't ever spend the time to think about what i want in the future how i'm feeling right now i always throw out oh yeah i want a relationship but i'm not like heavily seeking one well, I don't heavily seek any of that. Well, you, you, you're you heavily seeking a future for yourself and you have that goal put in mind. Well, yeah, like I'm more, okay, let me make a six to nine to one year plan and push for that goal. And then goals along the way will come up. And Well, it's just, it's different. It's different type of motivations for me. Um, I'm better when I kind of have this dreamers mentality in my head. Right. And that's what pushes me to work the hardest is because... I remember, and I, every time I read my list, I go, if this is what I want, this is what I got to do. Right. You, you need more of like a checklist with, okay, when I hit this goal mark, I can hit this goal mark. It's, and it's almost hard for me to, to vision and map out what I want something five years down the line, yeah. because then it's just, it's too overwhelming. Yeah. Like, how am I going to get there in five years? Yeah. And thinking about all the different routes you could take. So I, I like, you're right, smaller. Yeah, and I also love meditation. So it's like a oh, part yeah, of meditation. Oh, you've been meditating I've too. been meditating a ton. And you guys, I I have not been doing a lot. And I'm telling you, Sissy won't join me in this meditation class because I struggle with it, doing it I on my own. But it's so too long. it's so nice when someone is telling you for 45 minutes to basically just breathe and calm down. Like... I did not realize how much stress, even just the changes of this podcast, what's been going on in our lives or career, moving in, moving out, 
parents are going across the country all of us yeah so it is that what really made you want to start meditation well yeah and i feel like that's totally helped me at least just kind of get a bit more centered and (laughs) i told sustain the other day i came back from a meditation class and someone almost basically t-boned my car and i was so meditated and this was bad (laughs) this was bad someone almost basically on my side hit me really hard and the person was freaking out in the next car and and you just kept breathing for a second i was like this <laughs> no one's hurt oh i'm my. okay they're okay they're sorry the road rage Moving that would have come out of me at that moment would have been astronomical. oh no no, no no and can i tell you this morning someone almost hit me and i said you fucking asshole so it's <laughs> you gotta catch me on a good day didn't last long didn't last long Let's move on then. We can move on. I think we should, we owe the listeners this because we have been MIA. We apologize again. Mm -hmm. Should we just give them a little update with our love life? We always got good stories. Yeah. What's been happening, Sophia? Nothing. Yep, that's it. There's been (laughs) nothing, you guys. Um, I guess we're, you know what, it's, do you want to start it out? Because it's hard because I think for a long time, I've been looking for a relationship and I've been seeking one. I think, you know, it's been three years since I've had a relationship. I'm ready. The time is now. And I'm one of those people that I feel really happy to share all of my wins and their wins together. I, I feel Do you see why I want to get our rose quartz crystal. Yeah, I just feel com- I feel honestly confident with myself in a relationship. That being said, the relationship in a good relationship in a good you one. Do. That being said, most of the relationships I've been in have made me feel less confident about myself. So I know exactly the type of person I want to meet. I'm not settling. I'm not giving second chances anymore. Mm-hmm. If it's not right, it's not right. I'm right. not going to waste my time. But it's so hard, it hard because when you are at a point where you you're like, you know what? I am going to be picky and I deserve to be picky because if something isn't right for me, I'm not going to force it just because I want a relationship. Yeah. Well, you're, you're different from me because I feel like, and you've actually have some, I mean, you have something like things exciting that are kind of happening coming up for me. I kind of was seeing someone and it just didn't totally work out. It was not anything bad. You know, when it just doesn't work, it doesn't work. Nothing serious, by the way, literally nothing serious, but I kind of came to this conclusion for myself that I'm just not focusing on that at all. Like, I don't even care about having a relationship anymore. It's true. And I was wanting it before, but now I just, honestly, I sit here and I can genuinely say for the first time, I really don't care about, like, I don't care about going on dates. And it's funny how the, the dates actually find you in a weird way because I sort of stopped looking as well after I took about three L's in a row with men. I have a date tomorrow. Yeah, you do. I honestly, it's one of those natural things that sort of just fell into my lap Mm -hmm. happened organically i will give you guys an update and i'm very excited i'm excited for you and i feel like that's that's the difference is like you're still excited about that part of your life i'm not that excited about that part of my life anymore so i'm more excited about well i'll think i'll tell you what the difference is i think it weighs on me a little bit that i've never been in love right oh i know take a moment so sad everyone's and going oh i know it's pathetic it's pathetic yeah i've never no, been in pathetic. love i've loved people but i've never been in love and you've been in a serious loving relationship before mm-hmm. and i think that's something i just really you crave want. that yeah i do i really do crave like that. i know 
how it felt and i'm not saying i don't want to feel like that again like oh of course genuinely we're in the car today and we're listening to country love music and the entire time this sweet song was on we kept going oh well like everyone wants truly to be in love it's that being said you know counteracting the fact that i just stated i'm not looking for it did i sign up for a gym with a membership of an absurd price possibly just to meet men yeah i did you are getting some confidence put back in you every yeah, time but you no come one back comes up gym. to you at the gym i've realized um that's not true you have told me probably 70 percent of the time you've come back to the gym you were like three guys came up to me why do you say it like that because it's, you should say hell yeah sister i do i ask who it is you're like no one eligible and i go fair but that's that's a good thing the one thing i would say about your gym is that i would just feel like i would always have to look good at least the one yeah. i go to it's pitch black so <laughs> no one no one sees me no one can flirt with me because i literally go in and out but at yours like you actually it's true but it's nice but you work better in that environment anyways i feel like when you have people around you and you like equipment and stuff like you actually i work out harder when i know people are staring no no i'm saying that well yeah i i feel like i work out harder when people are staring like that's why i don't take I don't work out by myself. I'm just blowing smoke in my ass, assuming that people stare at me. But I just... Probably. And they're probably just trying to get some mirror space, to be honest. I'm (laughs) telling you, things are... Your love life is going to start coming up. I have a good feeling for it. We'll see. Me on the hand, I'm fine without one. I I will. I will tell you this, you guys. We also live with our male cousin. And living with a guy is so different and it's honestly hilarious what we're finding out because he's actively dating he's on the dating apps he goes out with what would you say like at least two girls a week he's doing good for himself but he's also been a guy that's lived with all boys right and he's all brothers so when he asks us questions or needs advice on a text or where to take a girl it mind boggles us how sometimes just guys don't get it guys and don't they get think it. that they know what a girl wants and it could not be more i'm opposite. telling you right now unless he had a sister or has a sister that has been or a mom that has been telling him exactly what to do or what girls expect and really how to perfect a date or just woo a girl guys have no idea and it is trial and error for them if they are learning anything now my advice for the men out there listening if you don't know how to curate a good text or you don't know how to take a girl on a first date either ask a girlfriend for her opinion and she will tell you exactly what a girl wants or shoot us a dm and we will tell you exactly the right thing to do yeah because sometimes i think men think to do the most you do not have to go. I mean, yes, by the way, if it is a successful, complicated date and you went over and beyond, wonderful. But if you're not someone that normally does that, start out simple. I'll, look, I'll just tell you what I look for. And I think Sistine can agree. A nice dinner, a glass of wine. You choose the food and you take me home and you say I look pretty and good night. Like, I, <laughs> just tell me that I dressed up for a reason and like looks halfway decent. That nothing frustrates me more when you spend all of that time getting ready and then they don't say you look beautiful. I what the hell? Look, God. here's the thing, guys. Even if you don't think she looks pretty, just, just say she, looks, she pretty. looks pretty. I it gets me so mad. I'm like, I put on my outfit. I think about it all day, and then nothing. 
crickets but i'll compliment you sophia maybe we're just looking for the wrong things when we see guys what do you mean okay do you remember or have you seen that tiktok trend where it was like do you like him or does he blank oh geez this is like us to a t yes it's it's basically (laughs) saying if you do you like someone or do they have a certain quality clothing or thing about them that just kind of fogs the real that clouds your judgment yeah like so what would you have one for yourself <laughs> like should we do a say, challenge yeah should we should we, should we do a challenge we just spit some off yeah sure right, let's, let's i guess right. this is what i like yeah do you like him or does he just have a good relationship with his mom i mean that's sweet do i like him or does he just have curtains that's so fair right if a guy has curtains that's adult do i like him or does he know how to make more than just rice and chicken oh guys only know how to make rice and chicken that's it oh i got one do i like him or do we just have a compatible zodiac oh (laughs) my god i got you into that i'm so proud wait do i like him or is he over six three do i like him or does he just do real estate do i like him or that's I'm never going out real estate guys again. Um, do I like him or does he have a normal nine to five job? Just not mm. entertainment industry. Just like very average finance. Do I like him or does he just drive with one hand? Ooh. Ooh. Do I like him? Does he play pro sport? Oh, I know. Do I like him or does he just have good Spotify playlists? That is you. Yeah. Do I like him or is he seven years older than me? Oh, do I like him or is he just eight years older than me? Oh, no, this is me. This is oh, so God. annoying. Do I like him or is he just ignoring me? <laughs> do I like him or is he just my ex? <laughs> that is so bad. Do you like them? This is for Sustain. Do you like them or do they look like a member of BTS? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Is it going to be mean? <laughs> Say it. Say it. <laughs> what? I can't say that one. Do you like him or do you just like stalking his Instagram? Meh. I was trying to be nice. That's not a good one, though. Oh, you want a brother? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Do you like him or is he just a DJ? <laughs> do you like him or is he just a DJ? <laughs> shout out you know who you are Um, do i like him or does he live in boston (laughs) do you like him or does he just make you fly across the country for him (laughs) twice (laughs) do do i like do you like him or does he just have dry humor he just gets me we have the same dry humor but I definitely think there's a lot of things that we do in dating that you don't realize you're probably not really into that person, but you just like them because they have a certain thing. Just like that one thing. A certain je ne sais quoi. Maybe you're just bored. Maybe I like him or I'm just bored. Like, Fair. Right? Yeah. Do I like him or it just gives me attention? Like, do I like him or he doesn't have a TikTok account? Oh my God. Facts. I know. I think I manifested a TikToker on accident. You did. I did. You did. You because you talked about him for two seconds. I told you. You said manifestation. I did. I I thought I his videos you. were, you know, those guys that try to be sexual and it's just so cringy and uncomfortable. Yes. Well, we'd always send each other that guy, and then he's in the DMs, and I simply, 
have to just respond with one of his videos oh, saying no thank you you're gonna respond back to no, him I'll with one of his videos respond. oh geez should we jump into bedtime stories absolutely so we will be right back yeah wanna know what it's like baby show me what it's like i don't really got no tights i just wanna fuck all night yeah yeah oh whoa Hello, you guys, and we are back with our favorite segment, Bedtime Stories. Sistine posted on our Instagram the other day how to submit, and she's going to re-tell us how to submit. Yes, so you guys, this is how our Bedtime story segment work. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your cringy, crazy, sad, hilarious, disgusting, or sexual... Or love story. I like a love story. First meet. Anything. Oh, we want to hear your stories, and how you submit it is you either write into our instagram dm at unwaxed podcast or submit it to the email that is in the bio what is it unwaxed podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. and write in your story and sophia and i will pick each week a story to read off sometimes i think we'll read our own stories yeah but this week a listener wrote in yeah we got a few so this one is from i don't even know if i should say I'll just, um, I'm going to keep it private. I don't know if she wants me to say it or not, but hi guys. I'm totally in love with your podcast. It's the girly time I never knew I needed. And since I'm the oldest sister of the family, Unwax is sort of like the big sister advice outlet that I never got. That's really sweet. I had a completely repressed memory resurface recently, and it's simply too wild for me to keep inside. I had to type this out a few weeks ago, but I decided to make it more concise and to the point and resubmit. So whether or not this is a good idea, here's my bedtime story. Oh, I'm excited. Title. I genuinely cannot conjure up a title. That is the title? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love this already. So when I was in the fourth grade, we had a new transfer student around the middle of the year. This girl and I never became close friends, but for some reason, she would always bring things from her house. Completely unsolicited, mind you. Nothing excessive. A One Direction wallet comes to mind. I never really knew how to react because this girl was really sweet, but I mean, pardon. I have no business accepting this girl's stuff, so I try to give back most things, but I'd keep little things like lip glosses and just so I wouldn't be rude. Until one day where I was thrown for an absolute biggest loop in my fourth grade career. It was early one school morning. I was in the cafeteria for breakfast and she sits across from me carrying a gift bag. Instantly, I am uncomfortable. But I don't show it because I don't want to shut this poor girl down at seven in the morning. Fair. I accept the gift and pull out a pink and blue box. Mm. I am in shambles as I type this. I thank the girl for her gift and proceed to inspect the box. Oh, cool. Perfume, the naive fourth grader thinks. Two perfumes in one box? Nice. Except perfume it was not. I popped the cap and inhaled. Okay, this kind of sucks, I think. I turn the box around and figure out on earth what's in my little hands. Now... Being a 10-year-old child from Yee Yee, Alabama, I was extremely unfamiliar with the birds and the bees, 
but buddy, did I learn some tidbits from that day? So when I read the instructions on how to apply the lube that I was given oh. in front of God and everyone, it is <laughs> safe to say too. a part of me died. I don't remember how, but I was able to discreetly convince her to keep it because the, obviously the poor girl had no clue what this stuff was. I never received another gift again from her. She also moved schools again that year. So there are many questions I have regarding this whole ordeal, but some things are just better left unknown. Honestly, I hope she's thriving and I hope her parents have designated a better hiding place for their personals. Hope this was worth the read. God bless, especially after reading this. Oh, (laughs) that is hilarious. Can I say, I loved the way this was written in general. Yeah, by the way. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Submitted to the Wall Street Journal. Just I swear, this was this is a BuzzFeed article. I know. That was so funny. And you know what's funny is that I think I've had those moments where kids have brought things from home. You actually have oh, done that. What? Remember the coin story? Oh, we're not going to talk about how I was a little klepto. She was a little klepto. But I do want to talk about this story really quick. That is... I mean, I'm speechless. I would not know what to do if I was this girl. How, how would she have known anyways that lube was brought to her home? First of all, did the parents realize that their lube was missing? Probably not, but I would like to know the instructions, how any of it actually made sense to her because I genuinely did not know anything about sex mm. until I was maybe in high school. Yeah, really. Like middle of high school, I had no idea. So her reading the instructions very clever fourth grader to understand what's happening because i would have just been like it must be mouth spray it must be it must be something and i don't blame her she found a pink and blue box and it had a bunch of stuff like i would have thought it was perfume or like or like lotion, hand sanitizer something oh my That's god so funny that like i feel like there were so many things when we were growing up that you would just like go through your parents stuff and just kind of like have it because you thought it was cool but, but i feel like there was always that kid at some point in your school career that always brought you stuff because i definitely had this happen to me as well yeah can't say that i received lube but i got strange gifts a lot from yeah. random kids oh absolutely and i feel like it was sort of a thing to kind of show off to people that you had a lot of stuff sometimes maybe she had a crush she could have had a crush on you girl or just wanted a girlfriend but you know I'm my question is did she keep the lube no she didn't she gave it back oh she gave it back yeah yeah, what's she gonna do? She's fourth grade. <laughs> From Yee Yee quote, she said Yee Yee Alabama. Yee Alabama. That's that was amazing. That was so good. Thank you so much, girl. And I'm so happy that we can be the older sisters that you never had because that was our goal. I know we long. love you. Thank we you love for those listening. messages. So we also have an unsolicited advice section. You guys, we're hitting all the segments today, so stay tuned for that. Okay, we are back. I'm going to quickly share how to submit your question for the unsolicited advice segment. Make sure you go to the Apple podcast page, go to the ratings and review, leave us five stars and leave your question in the review section. That is the only way we are going to answer way. The only way. But also, can I just really quick interject? Mm -hmm. I was sitting in bed yesterday and I thought, let me just see the review, see what's happening on the podcast page. I genuinely started tearing up reading the messages that you guys had left for us. Sophie and I didn't start this podcast with any other intention just to talk to people and Mm -hmm. give advice and have fun. And 
the response that you guys are giving is so overwhelming and positive and we are just so grateful that you guys are even listening and writing in and it just makes me really happy because it just shows that it's it's worth it and I'm glad someone's actually taking a page out of the stupid advice that we give sometimes but we love you guys so thank you so much for supporting us this is all really truly from the most genuine parts of our heart like we love this and we love talking to you and there's honestly i think we in a way we found our purpose which and is it's really nice because you know we always say when someone comes up to us we love the podcast we go you listen we genuinely we genuinely do it because we truly listen. love it and people we don't think that anyone's listening to us and the fact that you guys are and you are taking the time to write in and let us know that means the world we love you guys we should do something very special for our OG listeners. Oh yeah, and we'll you guys. Something. Oh, you guys are gonna love this new update with our new. So podcast, let me so. read this person's question. This is from Coco Fulton Four. My name is Coco, and I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Thank you, Coco. I'm just writing in to see if you guys might be able to help me with a little issue I have. I hope we can. For some reason, I've found out that I'm only attracted to guys when I can't have them. Hi. Hi, that's me. Us. For example, they're in a relationship or not interested in me, but as soon as they start to show interest and reciprocate, I immediately begin to lose interest. Oh my God. Any advice on how to stay interested even after the chase has ended? Please help. I don't know what's wrong with me. Did I write this? First of all, yeah, this is us. Second of all, there's nothing wrong with you. It's no. called human biology, human nature. That's how every person was made. You always want when you... You always want what you can't have. And then the second you get it, it's boring. I personally say the best part of a relationship is the chase. Am I wrong? Nope. And I completely agree. I think that we, the rush of first everything when it comes to first meeting, first talking, first kind of getting to know someone is so exciting. And I love not knowing whether or not sometimes I, I, yes, I feel like sometimes I'm like, why don't they just tell me how they're feeling? But there is some sort of back and forth that's mm-hmm. really sexy. And when it comes to also guys in a relationship, I know it's not you saying you want to break someone up. We got that. But there is something attractive to seeing a guy in a relationship too. Because it's the unobtainable aspect of it. Yep. That's. I think it also depends on what type of relationship you're looking for at the moment. I know for me, I was just like you, Coco. I was loving the, the attention from people. And then when I got their attention back, I didn't want it because it was fun and it was flirty. But then I sort of shifted my mentality more recently and I thought, okay, I'm only sort of looking for seriousness. I'm not really looking for games at this, prop, at this point. And that's sort of changed the type of men that I've been attracted to. I'll tell to. you though, the way to stay interested even after the chase has ended. So I'm assuming, let's say hypothetically, you met a guy and there was this whole back and forth, this chase, this exciting part in the first six months of the relationship but now it's gone comfortable and you guys know each other and it's a little bit more simple it's not as complicated my advice to stay interested is to keep acting like the way you were before which is still going on fun dates still giving each other that space where you have your girls night and they have their guys night i also think sorry to interject but i also think not revealing everything about yourself so early on is what keeps it very exciting. So keep some of your cards close to your chest. If you 
spill all of your beans about your life and your past and everything about you within the first five dates and this person knows everything about you and you know everything about him there's nothing left to figure out about each other and then you're just sort of Mm -hmm. sitting there like and you know what this is also a different type of person i have girlfriends and you, you sound like more sistine than i which is i have girlfriends that love being with their boyfriend day to day to day and it is really hard for them to not be with their significant other for longer than two days at a time that's when they're separated but for me and I feel like for you and my sister we kind of do like the space that we have where we might see them three times a week you don't need to be with them 24 7 you get that kind of it's like exciting every time you do get to see them and it's just everyone has a different type of rhythm and that might be more beneficial for you is when you don't have to be surrounded by this person constantly and then you have things to talk about. You probably don't need to FaceTime 24-7 or text 24-7. Yeah. My advice to you is, from what I do personally, is stop being so available like Sophia just said. Don't answer every single one of their calls. Stop answering every single one of their text messages. Start to pull away and then either that person will start chasing you again or he'll stop chasing you all together and then you get to start chasing them so if you want to just keep chasing each this other sounds very toxic it's not well it's not toxic if well, you if know what you're doing and if you're aware of it but i'm i think you're trying to sound that's not when you're in a relationship and you're now like the chase has ended but it doesn't she's, sound like she's Coco, asking about how to stay interested even after the chase has ended because there's a back and mm. forth and then the chase ends at a certain point and you don't want to keep doing that to your boyfriend because my boyfriend's ignoring my calls, not answering my texts. Oh, I'd be see, like, I'm thinking this, this is initial stages. No, this is okay. after the chase has ended. And I agree with you, except to the point where I'd still answer the calls. I still answer the text messages. But I think the being physically together day in, day out, every single time you go to dinners all the time together. Or do things to spice it up. Spice it up. Like, do change s- it. Maybe meet up at the restaurant together. Like, don't go together. Like, meet up there. Meet up there. Do something out of your comfort zone. Do an activity that makes you guys closer in a weird way. Just do things that you would never normally pick for yourself. Again, there's nothing wrong with you. This sort of just goes back to the challenge that we just did. Do you like him or is the chase over? Right. Do you like him do or like is he just, just ignoring giving me? me? Attention. You're very, very normal you're nothing's wrong with you because if you're not normal that means sistine and i are not normal but we already established that sistine and i are not normal so listen our parents always told us because we always had this question is there something wrong with me why am i always losing interest so quickly and my mom and dad always say men always want what they can't have so the second that they have you you lose interest and i say females are the exact same way also maybe he just isn't the one because oh, we're getting that but I'm no but I'm here here it goes sometimes there's this chase 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 this back and forth this really fiery thing and then it just gets boring I've had some guys where I've dated where it was just instantaneous and no matter what even if I've been talking to them for a little bit longer it's still exciting because yeah. he was that type of person and he was that one and there's some guys where the beginning stages are really fun and then it just gets boring i agree and so maybe coco you haven't found that person that keeps it alive just as much as you want to keep it alive like because that. you shouldn't have to rely on chasing each other to keep a relationship going mm-hmm. mic drop i think you got some wait i think i realized some things <laughs> I think I should... yeah by the way i just completely gave myself a schooling ditto Thanks for writing that in because I'm going to go cry in my shower now. 
Oh, but crying in the shower doesn't count, right? Obviously not. We are so happy to be back doing this, you guys. And I'm just letting you know, all of this pausing and maybe not weekly updates and podcast episodes being released is going to be worth it. I promise the things that are coming up are going to be so exciting and you guys are going to be the right front and center of it all. And I am so thank you guys for sticking with us. Thank you for writing in questioning where we were. We are back. We're happy to be back and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye guys. From all of us here at the show, thanks for staying unwaxed. No, Kelly Clarkson! Be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or PodcastOne.com. Follow your hosts at Sophia Stallone and at Sistine Stallone. And be sure to follow the show at Unwaxed Podcast. Your producer is Will Sterling. We'll see you next week.